Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello there, Edwin. Hello there, Andrew. Happy Wednesday, my friend. Happy Wednesday. You know the question I have for you. What's that? Are you wearing your Wednesday socks? You know what? I'm so glad you asked. As a matter of fact, I am. That is amazing. I've managed to uh, amass a a few pair now of the Wednesday socks, but I've gone back to the classic. (laughs) Oh, there it is. I got the camels. There's your camels. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, good. I just got to make sure people, people, inquiring minds want to know. Hey, and I think uh, for me, for the family, special, special Wednesday here, March 2nd here is uh, my dad's birthday. I want to Say happy birthday to my dad. Happy birthday, Dad Roberts. Yeah, happy birthday, Dad Roberts. I like your dad. Yeah, he's great. He is great. Hope he's having a great day. Hope that you are having a great day. And of course, it's a wonderful day to start, wonderful way to start that day, uh, looking at God's Word. And we are in Matthew chapter 26 today. 26. I want to read verses 36 through 46. Then, this is the English Standard Version. Okay. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the words again, Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Mm. Interesting. Even as we're reading this and going from yesterday's episode into today's episode, yesterday we had Peter speaking very boldly. Uh, I will not be made to stumble. I will never leave you. Everyone else may leave you. I won't leave you. Uh, verse 33, even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. And yet here we have this, can't you stay awake? <laughs> you say you'll never leave me, but you won't even stay awake with me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You won't even watch. You won't even watch and pray. So Jesus says to Peter and rebukes him, with the phrase, the f- the spirit is willing, mm-hmm. but the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I think about that and trying to figure out exactly what Jesus is saying to him, I could I could see this as going in two different directions. In fact, sometimes I wonder if sometimes things like this are left purposely vague so that um, we can think of both of them and and get get both lessons. So so on the first hand, kind of going along with what you said yesterday as we were talking about Peter and his commitment. His, he, he has this commitment. He has this, I am going to follow you. I would never deny you. I am never going to leave you. I'm never going to abandon you. And so now Jesus is saying to him, look, you should be spending this time in prayer. 
mm-hmm. because I know how willing you are. I know how sincere you were, but I also know your flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. And apart from the strength of God, you're not going to keep that commitment. You need to be praying. Can I just say right there that that it is a powerful thing for the Lord to say, the flesh is weak. Yeah. The Lord knows. I mean, to my mind, there's a callback clear to Matthew, uh, was it four with the temptations mm-hmm. in the wilderness? And he had fasted for 40 days. And it says, and at the end of which time he was hungry, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe yeah, a little understatement there. And the first temptation was take these stones and turn them to bread. Right. Yeah. And so he, he knew the weakness. He knew about hunger, but he answered the temptation that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so it is the spirit that must be strengthened. He knew about the the weakness of the flesh. He knew about the spirit. He knew about these things. And so he can speak to Peter and see, and all of them. But uh, it, Peter, I think, gets the call out especially because Peter's the one saying, I, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Uh, and, and here is the one asleep. Well, the, the spirit and the flesh wage war against each other, and I, I think we need to, to recognize yeah, that. Galatians 5. I'm not, of course, the scripture does not teach that our body is evil like the, the Gnostics did. Right. But we do recognize that in these fleshly bodies, there are temptation, there's t- temptations, there are pools, there are draws. And it's, a, it's an earthen vessel. Yeah. And so <laughs> our spirit is longing to serve the Lord, but mm-hmm. we have these temptations. And so basically what Jesus says to Peter is, you need to spend this time praying. Mm. Honestly, I will just say, I think that's what Jesus is doing right now. I think in this praying that he's doing, it, it's interesting. I tried in the reading to give nice pauses and to stretch out the prayer, but it lasted about two seconds. And for everybody who's listening to this on one and a half speed, uh, you know, maybe a second for right. long. But he comes back and he says to Peter and the inner circle, couldn't you watch with me for an hour? Mm-hmm. So this t- sentence is a summary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of the prayer that Jesus was offering. And he spent about an hour laying this out before God. And I, I think what's happening is here is Jesus, God in the flesh, the son who is praying, mm-hmm. who is relying on the Father, who who says, you know what, here's here's what my flesh wants. Mm-hmm. I, I let this cut pass, pass from, from me. me. But yeah, look, right. here's you know what I really want is whatever it is that you want. And I think that a case can be made that it's through this prayer that Jesus is strengthened so that when he gets to the trial, because it's amazing, you read through the trial and it's actually going his way. Yes, it is. The, the witnesses, even though they're false witnesses, they can't agree. It's it's actually going his way. It's not until he steps up mm-hmm. and says, yes, I'm the son of man, and you're going to see me coming in the clouds, that they say, what else do we need? It doesn't matter that the witnesses all disagree. We've all heard the blasphemy for ourselves. Right. I think it's that praying that strengthened him. And I So the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. It may be saying to Peter, I understand you've made this commitment there's no way for you to keep it if you're not going to be spending time in prayer, relying on God, bringing your commitment to God. So I think that's a possibility about what Jesus is meaning here. One of the things that I appreciate about this is that the Lord returns to them, okay? That there is there is a, a time of encouragement and to try to get these fellows to watch and to pray, but but they are weak, their bellies are full, they're you know nodding off. I, they didn't have the benefit of a nice cup of 
Starbucks coffee to get them through this mm, time. Like yes. you and I enjoy when we're doing our podcasting podcasts. go juice yeah. right there. <laughs> they didn't have that, you know, so they're, they're not enough. And, and though the Lord, I think gives them uh, stern instruction. What I see is he keeps going back to them though. Yeah. He doesn't cast them off. He doesn't say it's not worth it. This, you know, this is the best we got. Oh no. That's a great, he's se- very patient. Yes, that's a great segue to the second possibility that I see here. And it may be that he's just talking about prayer, Mm. that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I've asked you to watch with me. Mm -hmm. And I think this watching is more than just stay awake. I think this watching is, I'm asking you to come alongside me, to be in this battle with me, which means you should be praying as I am praying. Mm -hmm. You should be, you should be alongside and, and, and going along with this, but instead you're sleeping. You're not maintaining vigilance mm-hmm. as I am in mm-hmm. prayer. You need to be vigilant in prayer. And when he says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, it's possible that he's referring to this idea that, look, prayer is work. Mm-hmm. Prayer, it, it seems like it's not. It seems like it's, a lot of times it seems like it's just thinking. We're just thinking things because we pray in our minds and kind of direct those thoughts toward God. And so we can we can mistakenly think that prayer and vigilant, watchful prayer is just the easiest thing in the world to do, but it is not. Well, yeah, or we don't do it at all. I mean, when I hear people talk about prayer, I don't know that vigilance is is the word most often associated with it or used with it. I mean, you're trying to stay awake and to be aware and to be alert, alert in prayer. Um, you know, a lot of times probably associations with prayer is almost like this lulling and this sort of quiet contemplativeness. So here's a verse that has really struck me as far as like being a goal for my praying. Mm-hmm. Colossians 4 and verse 12, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you always struggling on your behalf in his prayers that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. Uh, that's the ESV again. And what it says is, that he is struggling in prayer. I've spent most of my life struggling to pray. This is a guy who is struggling in prayer. And I think going along with what you just said, we we rarely, when we think of prayer, we rarely think of struggle. But here's Epaphras praying for these churches, and it is a struggle. Did you look it up in yours? What is well, the... I was just noticing in the book of Ephesians in the oh. sixth chapter, you know, when we're talking about in this context about spiritual warfare, and that is a struggling, yeah. right? Uh, and prayer is a part of that, mm-hmm. praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Here's what gets me about that passage, yeah. is that's right after the armor, right? As it's and, it's and it goes through the armor, and what I expect is, now you're armed, now go fight. Mm-hmm. And he says, now you're armed... Now, Praying, yeah, go go, and so yeah. again, two ways to look at that: prayer is a part of the armor, or it may just be that prayer is the fight. Yeah, we've got to be armed because now it's time to take the fight to the enemy, and we do it by praying. And Once do it again, in prayer, struggle, a watchful prayer, vigilance, mm-hmm. and that takes effort. Yeah, that takes work, and for all of our sincerity, for and our commitment, man, praying for an hour that takes something. Praying for ten minutes that takes something. It does. Here's the deal. You know, couch to 5K doesn't ever say, you know, oh, you've been on the couch? Go run 5K. Well, no, go out and run 100 yards. Next day, run 200, well, meters. Run 100 meters, run 200 meters. Okay, and that's the way it's going to be. Being able to pray like this doesn't happen overnight. If I Mm -hmm. haven't been praying, 
I'm not going to plop down and pray for an hour, but I need to work at it. I need mm-hmm. to exercise it, practice, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. grow because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And speaking of prayer, mm-hmm. I think it may be time for us to wrap up. All right. It's been a, a great challenge here to think about our own prayer and devotion to the Lord. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you for your patience. You, Father, know as well as we, perhaps better than we ourselves, how truly we are weak in this flesh. But Father, search out our hearts and our spirits and know that we love you, know that we want to serve you. And we pray, Father, for the greater vigilance, the greater watchfulness, the greater spiritual strength as we are involved in struggle against principalities and against temptation against ourselves, Father. In prayer for your praise and your worth, we pray, God, that you might empower us to watch and to pray this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.